People Show with Vic Nazar and Randy Janda. Final hour of the People Show here on Sportsnet 650. Vic Nazar, Randy Janda, Josh Elliott Wolf, Dominic Shermati. Final hour brought to you by Douglas Lake Equipment. Get the quality turf, construction, and ag equipment you need while staying under your salary cap at the closest Kubota dealer to the lower mainland, DouglasLakeEquipment.com. Want to get into this hour, including another entry into the People's Fantasy Football League. I feel like I need to provide an update as well. I have not received word from the counselor yet. All right. So, I feel like at this point we're we're bringing it up so much that like we're garnering votes here. No, I I would like to know, but the counselor does have three days to respond. Uh, one texture said less than three days, surely by now. Less. Yeah. One texture brought up earlier. Boys, I told you yesterday the city hall tour is lame. Mm-hmm. Look, be that as it may, it's more about like the league and the people getting together. Yes. It's an event. We'll make we'll make something more out of it. But it's something that's, you know, FaceTime with the City Hall. I, I think that's fine. Uh, we ha- we had to be busy that day. <laughs> wow. He's going to be touring the, uh, the White Rock City Hall that yeah. day. Our- I'm going to be at Surrey with Doug. Okay. Going over the plans. If somebody came in with that offer. Groundbreaking. How? You know, <laughs> on the, the stadium? Yeah. Are we talking about the groundbreaking stadium? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I got 60K reasons to not be there. That would be unbelievable. With Doug. As if Doug wanted it, and that's his bribe. You guys can put the shovel in the ground. That's, yo, Loki, that would be an excellent bribe. If you're a mayor of any of the cities neighboring Vancouver, <laughs> mayor, or Vancouver for that matter. If mayor Doug wants in the People Show Fantasy Football League, and we can plant the shovels into the ground, 100% you're in the league. Are you kidding me? We'll, we'll name the trophy after you. You can have the first 10 picks. Yeah. The Dougie trophy. <laughs> Teach me how to Dougie. Yeah. Who won the Dougie this year? Man, for a photo op with a, a shovel? 100% break ground? We, are, we will gladly concede a spot in the league for that. Come with your best ideas. Uh, that yeah. was ours. I don't know if Doug McCallum actually agrees with that. <laughs> but, but stuff in that I don't know if he's coming vein. back on the station either. <laughs> stuff in that vein. If, if you have an idea, that's uh, a way to bribe your way into the entry to the league. I'll give you an example. One we got yesterday from Elijah in North Van. A bribe! Double exclamation mark. Personal Uber service as dictated by the people showed during two weekends during the holiday season. Can be for the leaders in the pool, host, or whoever. I'll be a sober driver, provide fresh coffee or waters wherever and whenever required, Elijah and North Van. So that's a spin on one we got yesterday. Because but specifically it's about for the people in the league. And holiday season. It doesn't need to support us. But if you're doing it for people in the league, that's... Going the extra mile. Water, yeah. fresh coffee. Yeah. I like how he says sober driver. It's like, well, you're the Uber driver. I, I hope <laughs> I hope you were sober. <laughs> Imagine I joined in your party. <laughs> and don't worry, I'll drive home. We might make it home. Very responsible from Elijah. Yes. I like it. But that's an example. You yeah. got something better? Bring it. 650-650. Help the people or help the people show. That's what we're looking for. For a way to get in. And it doesn't mean specifically 
Send us an envelope full of cash. We, we won't accept that. No, we won't. Uh, we got this one. A couple coming in, actually. Zachary, Zachary B. from Coquitlam. If you let me into the league, I'll donate $500 to two animal care facilities, either refuge or shelter, on Super Bowl Sunday. That's big. That's a big one. That's a big one. Again, that's one that's like, you're on the list. Okay? Yeah. We'll sit down and deliberate further to some of the submissions we've gotten. We've sent some people over with some homework. But that one, I, I look at that and say, okay, you're on the list. You, you've made the list. And it piques our interest. When, when you make sizable donations to charity... And you got to know you know the crowd as well. Yeah, I'm a, we're pro animals. We're pro animals, pro dog. So you know, any sort of animal, really. So Zachary, you're on the list, my friend. That's a that's a strong, strong submission. Torgy, you can put a shovel in the ground in my backyard to help build a deck. <laughs> hey, hey man, hey man. If if Torgy, if you have a big social media following, like ten thousand on IG or something like that, I'm just saying. I, even if he doesn't, even if he doesn't, no, I'm not doing hard labor. <laughs> He's nope. asking us to do a job for free. <laughs> yeah. Torgy's for- a good guy. Loyal listener to the station. I might dig a hole for him. I, okay. As long as it's for the deck, I don't want to be yeah. inviting myself to some sort of Goodfellas situation. <laughs> uh, all right. Bick Nazar and Randy Janda. Don't at me. Coming up in about uh, 13 minutes. You can get those submissions in. 650, 650. Uh, you sent this to me today. Uh, the New York Knicks. Closing in on a deal about uh, R.J. Barrett. But this is not just about a historic deal of signing a, a player, Canadian obviously. Four years, $120 million. Yeah. Like the money's solid. But it, it's not about the money. There's a specific stat that makes this mind-blowing. Yeah, and that stat, think about this for a second. You know how we're talking about second deals in sports? You get drafted in your second deal? Think about this. R.J. Barrett will be the first Knicks first-round pick in nearly 30 years to sign a multi-year extension after their first contract. Repeat that one again. That's so mind-blowing. I think it takes a second. R.J. Barrett will be the first Knicks first-round pick in nearly 30 years to sign a multi-year contract extension after their first contract. This team went nearly 30 years without signing a first-round pick to a second contract. Either the player left via trade, probably trade. That's what the Knicks have been doing for years. Charlie Ward was the last one in 1994. 1994. You know, we talk about players coming off their ELC. What's that contract extension like? That hasn't been a conversation in the New York Knicks organization for nearly 30 years. A, they either get rid of those guys or they haven't had first round picks. That doesn't even make sense. That's wild, man. It's kind of like that stat. I think it was the Chiefs uh, before Mahomes. That they went like 30 years without a quarterback that they drafted winning a game. And then Mahomes, obviously, their guy, and they they finally won a game with him. But they had gone 30 years without a Chiefs-drafted quarterback winning a game. This is the first first-round draft pick to get a multi-year extension in how long? 31 years? Almost 30 years. Oh, Just shy of goodness. that. Just shy of that. Think about like how much organizational failure you have to have, or, you know, we talk about ownership always pushing, even when they're not the basketball people, just to say, who cares? Make it happen. Trade a first round pick for Andrea Bargnani. (laughs) Remember that one? Yeah. And there's like countless examples. That's why owners should stay owners and basketball or hockey people or soccer people should call the shots because once owners get involved, 
this is the worst case scenario that can happen. It yet again, it's one of my teams. So who are some popular uh, Knicks first rounders? Hmm. Uh, there was uh, David Lee. Have to go back. If you look back at um, some of their picks, because David Lee got paid in Golden State, but he was so Frank Nicolina was one of the recent busts. Remember him? Yeah, yeah. He was not great. Far from it. So that's the one guy most recently yeah. that pops up, like Kevin Knox, another first round pick. Yeah, Taking ninth overall. He's not in New York anymore. Was Gallinari not? Uh... Gallinari way back in the day was a first round. He was sixth overall, but he never signed a, a second contract. Because they he, moved him. In the Carmelo deal. Right. So going through the list again, Iman Shumpert. Yeah. Didn't stick around long enough. He was and they run through. through people. Tim Hardaway was traded. Yeah. They traded back for him. Chris Stapps. Like Chris Stapps is the one that's like, that's the one that should have broken the streak. Because that was 2015. Yes. And they traded him. Fourth overall. And then, yeah, as I mentioned, Frank Nicolina. Man, that was such a bad pick. Such a bad pick. But dude, go back. We're talking about the thousands. Even in the late 90s. 90s they got, they, remember, Just brought up a list here. Oh man, they drafted Mike Frederick Sweetney. Weiss on the 15th overall. Mike <laughs> Sweetney. You want to talk about organizational incompetence? That's it right there. Oh, brother. Man, this is just depressing me looking at it. But they finally got it right. They finally got it right. He has... Uh, I just clicked on Frederick Weiss's... Uh, and David Lee was a 30th overall pick, so later go. in the first round. I, I just pulled up Frederick Weiss's Wikipedia page. There, There's a, there's a note on uh, the Vince Carter dunk. Like there's as much of as a contribution on his, on the Vince Carter dunk as there is on his like his entire basketball career. Yeah, he I I'm not gonna even lie. I didn't even realize he was a Knicks draft pick. He's he's just known for that dunk. Nothing else. There are some Google players on this list here, man. Um, I got a Walter McCarty. I remember him. Yeah, that's that's going way back now. Oh, he was only for the Knicks for two years. Yeah, I mean he had a career in. Boston. But that's the point. They only yeah. stuck around for a year or two, and then they got flipped. This is actually unbelievable, man. All the way back. Ronaldo Balkman. Remember him? Yeah. Good hair, if I recall. And Nick's first round pick. Boss. Really? Oh, 20th overall. Shocker. Can you imagine that if that happened with the Canucks? Where no player was offered a, a second contract out of the first round for 30 years. <laughs> when we talk about drafting and asset management, people lose their minds. And the Benning regime did not have some did not have mm -hmm. good days. I mean Let's be real. The Canucks draft history is not exactly flush with great examples. No, even even in the heyday with Mike Gillis. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a heyday for drafting, that's for sure. Would there have been a, a stretch where you, you would consider this? That it's like, wow, there is a tough run of not really uh, prolonged success with first-rounders? Probably the Gillis era. Like, the, what but, yeah, but there wasn't a lot of... I mean, was there a lot of first-rounders in that stretch? No, there? it was just the ones that, like, the Patrick Whites of the world. Yeah. Whoever they picked didn't hit. Yeah, there right, was but, the 2007 with Patrick yeah. White all the way to like 2013 when they got Horvat. The only two in there were Schrader and Hodgson. But, okay, like missing on guys is one thing. But also like guys that, like in, in the NBA, like a lot of these guys made the league, but they just moved off of them, right? Yeah. Like, like missing is one thing. Other guys that like... They sold early on. Yeah. Well, Jared McCann is the first name that pops into mind because yeah. you make that move for good Branson, but... Here's the issue with that. Mike Pekka was a second rounder, right? I believe so. But you got McGillian yeah, in that deal. Rounder. Yeah. Like, at least you got something. 
the, the Knicks were trading first-round picks for Bargnani, man. Like, how many times do I have to say it? Like, McCann for Goodbranson would probably be the, the biggest one. Yeah. Oh, man. So, are, are you happy with the R.J. Barrett deal? I am. I'm glad that they took a serious run at, at Donovan Mitchell. Apparently, it could still happen, but it's going to be extremely difficult to make that deal. But I like R.J. Barrett. I didn't want him to be a part of that deal if they were going after after Mitchell. He's a good player. I don't think he's an option one or two on a on a winning team. I think he's a really good option three, though. So they gotta they gotta make some other moves, and they gotta still go big game hunting. But I like RJ Barrett and what he does, not only for the Knicks, but also hey, look at Canada right now and what they're doing qualifying, running over teams. It's a big part of that as well. Six fifty, six fifty. If you want to chime in with anything, uh, don't at me. Five minutes away, uh, you can get that submission in as well. Uh, I was going to do a Don't At Me on LeBron. Uh, should we save this? Are you, you doing a Don't At Me No, LeBron? I'll be doing a completely different Don't right. At Me today. So LeBron, uh, it's all LeBron all the time here in Vancouver. Right now, now that he's an honorary son of the city, really. Yeah, should he get a key to the city or something like that? Yeah, uh, Counselor Weeble, help us do that. <laughs> we yes! should uh, raise a LeBron flag at City Hall. I like that idea, Don't Retire his jersey in City Hall? Yeah, just fly the six yeah. flag or the six and twenty-three. A Lakers flag at Vancouver yeah. City Hall. Yeah. So it's it's been increasingly obvious the last couple of years that one of the things LeBron wants to do, which is really cool and his prerogative, he's kind of using the Lakers to extend his career. But he does want to play with Bronny for sure. But now he said he wants to play with Bryce as well. Now Bryce is fifteen years old. His sons, by the way. Yes. When we're by the end of his career, we'll know all of his kids' names. Yeah, but like Bronny, every expectation he gets drafted. Now the scouting report is Bryce is better. I believe so, but it's kind of hard to say, man. Remember when Michael Jordan's kid played too, and they're like, "Oh yeah, all this hype," and you're just like, they didn't turn into anything. But the point is, but even the ball kids, yeah, um, the. The there was middle kid. I'm for, for, for totally Lee Angelo. Little Angelo. Right. Dom's boy. Oh, right. I forgot. You made about a bet that. with me where you had to gift me that jersey because he never got drafted. Oh, yeah. That's right. The Patrick Ewing one. Well, thank you very much for that, by the way. No problem. It's great to have you back on we're the show. We're talking about the balls, can... right? Yes. The ball family. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're, yeah. Talk... we're talking about LeVar and Co. Yes. Yes. The balls. <laughs> Lee Angelo. So. Mellow. Yes. Mello. Yeah. The balls. Uh, Bryce allegedly at fifteen is supposed to be better than Bronny at seventeen. Okay, it's, we hear that a lot with like you, sure. Luke Hughes and Jack Hughes. It's like the youngest one is yeah. always the best one. We'll see. But Bryce, for when he would get into the league, LeBron would be forty-one years old, and now he's he's kind of saying, "I want to play with his sons." And his contract is structured in such a way that he's going to have out clauses. Yeah, Bronny, wherever he gets drafted, LeBron could just go there and say, "Okay, I'm playing for this team for a year." And but, you can but even here's the it, thing, guys. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. I know where you're going with this. Look at what's going on with Tom Brady. I know I know time is undefeated. It's tough, man. But with modern sports science, athletes are stretching their careers out further and further and further. And I feel like he's prepared for this. For yeah. how many how, how many years do we think he's, LeBron's okay. been thinking about this? The finances of LeBron James and how he takes care of his body is he spends a million and a half dollars outside of team facilities yeah. to make sure he is at the top of his game. So he is Unlike anything we've seen. I was actually thinking about this the other day. You know, I've mentioned this on the show before, Bick, where when Pete Sampras won his final U.S. Open, it was 2002, 
And in my mind, I thought he was old and like 35, 36. He was 31 years old. Mm -hmm. He was a mess at 31. Like compared to today's athletes, LeBron now with what he invests in his body and the way he takes care of himself, 41 should not be an issue for this. And guy. load management is a drop in the ocean of for all sure. this, but it's a consideration and think how long he's been we think honestly thinking about this. Yeah. Like Bronny was probably 13, 12, 13 somewhere in that range. Yep. And and you're thinking, okay, 5 years to prepare for this idea of doing this now. And now you really hype it up and like, how much can you actually play? Body will be ready for the playoffs. And obviously you're still trying to compete, but can you manage yourself in such a way that you pull this off? And I think it'd be really cool. I think he can do it. I think it'd be cool. What I do wonder though, and this is going to be the most fascinating part of all of this, because health wise for the amount, you know, the progress, the progress that we've seen and the, the amount of money that's been put into athletes and, and them maintaining a high standard. I think that 41 is easily doable. It's how do you get all three on the same team? Like imagine Bronny gets drafted by somebody. Well, and if Bronny's like a second rounder. Yeah. LeBron's going to, it's going to be, all right, who, like if you're a team and you know LeBron James is coming with Bronny, does that push him into the first round? It's a package deal, man. Right. Like, but also like what level of contract are you getting? Is he like, hey, just a two-year deal and I'm out when Bryce comes in and Bryce goes third overall, I'm going to that team. Yeah. Right, because at the end of the day, the, the the talent is the talent is the talent, and if there's a scenario where you draft him in the second round or the first round, and then you have to trade him two years down the road, just because hey, star players get what star players want in the NBA. Okay, let me put it to you this way: It's Bronny's draft year. The Sacramento Kings are picking 15th overall, <laughs> and they got nothing to live for, nothing to live for, <laughs> which is usually the case with the Sacramento Kings. Are you not saying? Hey, man, LeBron, come to North Cali, baby. We're going to take Bronny 15th overall. Of course you do it. Nobody remembers the fact that the Sacramento Kings are in the NBA. They would be, for at least one to two years, a team to watch. My boy Vivek Ranadive. He, make the pick. He's, he's, make not spending, the pick. he's not spending on LeBron. He's not spending on LeBron. Let's get real. If he wants to play with his kid, man. Uh, I think he moves up like a good 15 spots. Nate from Comox brings a a great idea here. What if Braun buys the team and drafts his kids? That's going to be a lot tougher to pull off, but that's a scenario that you want to... Would he still be playing too? Can you buy a team while you're still playing? Well, MJ did it. Yeah, right. MJ did it. So I think in hockey you cannot. If I'm not mistaken, I think in basketball you can. I I feel like they would just make an exception for LeBron James. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, you can do it. Yeah, because how many players have the finances to even be a minority owner for a team? Or, yeah, one. how about if you expand the league to, say, Vancouver? That's why he was here. He exactly. was scoping it Scouting. out. Scouting! He's checking out the Scouting. suites in Rogers Arena. Him and he, Doug. He, I was going to say, he heard about 60,000 stadiums. <laughs> Let's go. Me, you, LeBron, breaking ground with a shovel into the dirt. That's what I heard, man. Uh, LeBron and Dougie had dinner at Tasty Beast on Scott Road. <laughs> Does Surrey. LeBron want entry to the fantasy football league? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Oh man, that's I mean that's why I was away last week. Just just me and LeBron hanging out, coming out with business dealings. Trying to get a sixty thousand person uh, stadium in Coquitlam. <laughs> What's going on here, man? Uh, all right, fitness uh, Randy Janda. Do it every day here on the People Show. Don't at me. Your takes uninterrupted. Don't at me. Text in your submissions to six fifty six fifty. Don't at me. I said what I said. Brought to you by Lease Busters. Get out of your vehicle lease with ease, confidence, and the Lease Busters 
leasing specialist to guide you through the journey. Go to leasebusters.com to start the process today. Don't at me. Calvin Ridley needs a better support system. Just needs better people around him. It's been a rough year for Calvin Ridley. So we know he's gotten suspended for the NFL for betting $1,500 on NFL games. It's legislated in the CBA. NFL players can't bet. Do not do it. Yeah, he got busted. He's out for the year. Story last night comes out. You have the headline there, the story there? Atlanta Falcons Calvin Ridley among targets of gang-related celebrity home robberies, according to indictment. So, Ridley, Mariah Carey, random, Brad Guzon, even more random, Atlanta United goalkeeper, and Marlo Hampton of the Real Housewives of Atlanta, Dom's favorite show. Um, Is it really? No. I thought you were a Real Housewives guy. Had their, their homes broken into... Apparently, it's supposed to be a good show, by the way. I don't know. I've never watched. I wouldn't it. know. Carjacking, kidnapping, armed robbery, shootings, and home invasions is apparently this crime group is involved with, and they target all these people. Target so my, my question, I'm not yeah. adding you, Bick, but what can Calvin Ridley do? If felt like know. he was just a victim, better man. security, better something, man. Like Calvin really needs like a less headline grabbing year. It feels like he was hanging with Brad Guzon, if anything. <laughs> seems like Guzon. seems like decent co- uh, company. Yeah. Former uh, Villa goalkeeper? Yep. Bounced around a little bit. Now yeah. he's in the MLS. All right, don't at me. And I know people are excited. I love the PE. But Uh-oh. as an adult, the Uh-oh. best part of the PE is the gambling. Just walking around, eating things, but like being able. I know casinos are a thing, but there's something different about just like playing games at, at the PE. Oh, I see what as you're saying. As an adult, it's still the best. Like, it's the best part. Right. It, it's not the rides anymore. I used to work on the rides. As a mm-hmm. kid, it was awesome. But when you hit a certain age, you're like, all right, I'm going to hit up the beer garden and I'm going to probably lay a couple of wagers. I might agree with you on that. I, I, I want to get your guys' thoughts on that. Like when you go, oh, sorry, I'm, now I'm confused about what you consider gambling at the p and Like the, the, the well, booths, like, right? Yeah, well, they have like the little roulette tables or whatever. Oh, what? Okay. What? Yeah, don't. I've never seen this. I, need I used to I, work there. I, I, th- I thought you were talking about like the the booths where you win prizes. No, yeah. no, the game. Like those are the games, but there's also like the uh, little. I consider that a gamble as well. But they're not yeah. like heavy duty gambling. You're losing just... that one though. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Really? I need to investigate. All right. It's been a while since I've been to the PNE. Now, so... I haven't been to the PNE in forever. Playland, yes. Yeah. So but when Playland is going on, when the Playland is going on. Next to the games, there's like a, a little gambling kind of Really? Setup. Yeah. It's not heavy. Is it adults only or can kids partake? No, kids can't partake. <laughs> In the gambling? I don't know. It's Playland. <laughs> not, kid, there's not... kids showing up with his piggy bank <laughs> yeah. and cracks it on the table. It's like, everything on red. cents on green. And they, somehow, zero. they cover it up because the prize is a giant, you know, stuffed bunny or something. Yeah. you get, oh, Even growing up, I don't know how dated a reference this is. It used to be when I visited sure. last but even as kids, you guys don't remember the gambling at, no. at the PE. Not Playland. During the PE fair, oh. they would have a gambling setup. Don't again, last time I went to PE was probably when I was a kid. I was in promo working it like two years ago, and I don't remember this. That's because you either. were in of age. They weren't allowing you to, to come by. <laughs> Fair enough. I Fair legit enough. thought that you were like your yeah, reference you to the, gambling yeah. was just the game. No, no, no. It's so hard to win. Come on now, I'm not that soft. I wouldn't call games gambling. We got Chef Swagger from Hell's Kitchen coming in saying, "Randeep is not lying. This is a thing. I remember seeing the old people there as a kid. <laughs> the old people. We are now the old people. Congrats. Oh, also, uh, riding the wooden roller coaster, gambling with your life." No. 
It feels like it's as a as a former employee of Playland, maybe safe as possible. Yeah, I used to test it. Whenever they shut it down, the employees would get on there as the first ride down. Very right, safe. Let's get to these submissions. Six fifty. Six fifty. Uh, Torgi, don't at me. Doug McCallum is, shows up putting a shovel in uh, my backyard. He wins the election in a landslide. Torgi. <laughs> Torgi giving the guarantee. All right, Alistair and Clearwater with this one. Don't at me. If Arizona gets the first overall pick, Connor Bedard will pull in Eric Lindros and sign somewhere else. He'd have to get traded. Yeah. So, does he pull an Eli I'd, or an Eric I'd Lindros? I would love to see what that trade looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I ask you on the other side. How much would you be willing, if you're the Vancouver Canucks, Randy Bjand is the, the GM of the Vancouver Canucks. Everyone consider this, text it, and we'll get to the submissions on the other side. All right. Because I don't want to put you on the spot. Now. Let me think about that one. How, how much would you actually be willing to put up to go, if that scenario develops and he wants doesn't want to play there? All right. Let me map this out. Yeah. We'll, we'll create a bit of a trade scenario here. Uh, this one from Marcus and Gibsons. Don't at me. The James will go... The James family will go full Steve Francis if they get drafted by Sacramento. <laughs> uh, another LeBron-related don't at me here. If Le LeBron wanted to bring a team back here, but it meant the team was going to be called LeBron's with his face as the logo, would it still be worth it? Immediate yes. Yeah. You know how much money that franchise would make? Immediate yes. The Vancouver LeBron's would have no problem with And that. think about it this way. You know there's a reality show coming. Yeah. How much pub would Vancouver the city get? It would almost be like my second choice after Grizzlies, honestly. <laughs> be like Grizzlies, LeBrons, or number two. Just I'm for the it. jokes. Is there actually a LeBron family reality TV show? Not that works? I know of, oh, but okay. I, I feel like it would. if they're all playing on the same team, they would have to have one. I can see it now. Keeping up with the balls? LeBron driving down Victoria Drive, Keeping pulling up, up the Supreme. Up. It was called Ball in the Family, actually. Oh, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah. Uh... Soapy, uh, don't at me. 42-year-old Albert Pujols looks like he's a lock to hit 700 career home runs this season. 694 last night? Yep. Okay, I thought when he was selected for the home run derby, that was, and we had Adnan Verk on the show yeah. at that time as well, and we were we were all pretty much like, why is this guy? And he's, he's washed. He's gone. Man's had a hell of a month. Hell of a month. Is there don't, anyone that looks less less athletic trotting around the bases than Albert it, Pujols? It, it's a rough watch. Alejandro but still, Kirk. I'm, I'm still, I'm still, uh, I mean, his feet are like firing and it's going. <laughs> Alejandro? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like seeing a hamster run the bases. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of got that vibe. But Pujols looks like he needs a walker. Yeah. he He's doing like the, the jog that you sometimes do to like catch the bus. Yeah. You, you just, you're like hopping and gliding. That's what he's doing. You're like, I'm washed. I can't run. This yeah, is the I'm not, I, I, can go. I just generally don't sprint for transportation anymore. Yeah. But I'll give it an honest effort. Actually, I can say for the bus. You know when you cross the street and there's a car coming and you're like, oh, I should try to hustle across, but Fair you enough. don't want to like sprint across. You do that like light jog. And it's only the last few steps yeah. that you do it for. It's it's such an embarrassing human it's thing really that we all do. It's really just like arms pumping. It's not even your feet You're moving. saving 0.4 seconds for the driver. <laughs> That's yeah. it. There's it's no a, reason to do it, but humanity all does it's it. It's a PR it's campaign. That's what it is. It's honestly a PR campaign. Uh, last one here. Sorry, go ahead. Suki and Delta coming in with, don't at me. The seven under over at the P&E was the funnest gambling game ever. It was an over under game, man. Oh, ahead man. of the curve. I have no context for this whatsoever. All right. We got uh, the people show. If, let us know if they still have these yeah. because I'm, I'm a couple years removed. 
If they do, I'm hitting it up in the next couple of days. Uh, don't at me. If you don't at me, you think LeBron and Brady can play into their 50s, but JT Miller is a risk at 29. Ooh. Good submission. Good submission. All right, like more it. on the way. Get them in for uh, the bribes into the fantasy football league. 650, 650. Segment of the People Show brought to you by Fido. Back to school deals on the latest phones, plans, and much more are now on at Fido. Visit them in store or at Fido.ca now. Back in a minute, wrapping up the show here on the home of the Canucks, Sportsnet 650. This is the People Show with Big Nazar and Randeep Janda. Final segment of the People Show here on Sportsnet 650. The People Show. Brought to you by Douglas Lake Equipment. Sign up for inventory alerts. You'll be the first to know when new equipment is available in store at the closest Kubota dealer to the lower mainland. DouglasLakeEquipment.com And Concert West presenting Pink Floyd's Roger Waters live in the round September 15th at Rogers Arena. Get your tickets now at Rogers Water, Roger Waters. Dot com. Bick Nazar, Randy Janda, and the people in the final segment of the People Show. 650-650. I feel like I have to apologize because I may have uh, lied to the people here, Randy. How so? So we encourage your texts. And we're, we're getting submissions into the People Show Fantasy League. And I did go to break saying, hey, we're going to make one more entry here. And credit to the people because they have started to bring it. Yeah. For their, for their entries into the league. I'm a little conflicted. Because I, I don't want to make a bad selection early. This is kind of like the, the Canucks offseason. Yeah. You don't want to make a bad decision too soon. You want to play this out, make the right optimal decision. We got a lot of good submissions here in the last 20 minutes. And as we got a chance to review it in the break, we need to send some people away on some homework here to sure. confirm that they can follow through on these. And we've gotten a few people we've sent away already. And we have three spots to give away now. Yeah. So it, it's it's a tough one. And this is a good problem to have because we have some great submissions. Yeah. You talked about the Canucks management comparison. There's a few JT Miller conundrums we've got going on. Do we do we do they stay or do they go? Yeah. So, so I'm with you. I think we can wait a bit. I'm half yeah. As much as I want to make an entry and I know people are chomping at the bit, champing at the bit, uh to get in here. Both work. I kind of feel like we, we need to flesh out some of these ideas because we, ha- we have gotten some good ones coming in the last 20 minutes that uh, would be beneficial to some people or some charities or just some other ideas that I want to see how much we can actually pull off with some of these uh, ideas here. Okay, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share a couple of them. So yeah. maybe it motivates others and, and these are in the running. John from Surrey coming in with a bribe for each member of the group. Your choice of one mowed lawn or one snow removal. For each member of the league or? Yes. Okay. That's that's a commitment. That's something. That's a commitment. I live in an apartment. Well then, but okay, another person might live in yeah. a three acre property, right? So it all probably evens out at some For point. the other I'm, members of the league? I'm selfish that way. That's fine. Hey, look. Hey, your straddle will take care of you about. during snow removal. That is what this is about. Another one. Leaf hater Steve. I like this one. This one's strong. I'm a renovation contractor and when will donate 20 hours of labor to anyone you choose. Could be a person or charity in need or to someone who has money and will donate my wages to a charity of their choice instead of paying me 35 plus years of experience. 
That's a strong submission. Twenty hours of labor is a lot of is a lot of labor. And I love there's a good deed element yeah. and a bribe. And I'm sure look, I'm sure we can find a group that needs some assistance. For sure. Save on labor. That's pretty awesome. Would the stadium in Surrey count? No, Doug I, needs somebody some help. yeah, Doug needs some help. He needs twenty <laughs> hours of help. Man, that thing is catching strays. You don't say. Strays, oh, direct hits. Soapy. I will donate all my 12-year-old son's clothes and shoes to reach you. Oh, man. Man. <laughs> they Dude isn't even, the con- isn't even in the continent right now. Yeah. Honestly, they'll be too big. <laughs> Tremendous. All right. Wait, one thing's consistent. He's been gone for almost three weeks. Yes. Caught a stray every single day on these airwaves. Uh, there's another one here. Um... I can make a bunch of t-shirts with the logo I designed and the profits will go to the Canucks Autism Network as well. Does that count as a, as a bribe? Okay, so what logo? I I, that, I think that's probably going to... I love the good deed element of it. Right. But is there a... Is it the league's logo? Is it the people's show logo? Is it... You're going to have to clarify that a little bit. I like it though. Yeah. I, there's a, a bribe element, good for the show, but also a good deed. It's something. And texture, I believe that is silver and black Canuck. I, I want to believe that is yes. also too. As long as it's not a Raiders uh, logo, we're good. No, I think it was to do with a charity as well. I think that's what he was looking okay, for. Okay, clarify what logo you're talking about. Yeah. But again, that's that's something. I'm looking at it right now on his Twitter. Okay. It is a... On his Twitter? Uh, yeah, silver and black Canuck. Did he an, hour ago, an, hour oh, ago, an hour ago. An hour ago. It was posted. It's uh, the outline of British Columbia... With the flying skate logo inside of it. Mm. Oh, I thought this was, okay. I see, I see, I see, I see. So his his autocorrect really got him here. Got it. Yeah. Uh, All right. If, if I make a bunch of t-shirts with the Canucks logo and I designed and donate the profits, donate the profits to Canucks Autism Network or Canucks Kids Charity, does that count as uh, as a bribe? Yes, that would count. It does. Okay. Again, we're piling up Let's some submissions that here. Group. That, that's that on the, group. the list here. And I don't want to force one right now. I'm if, with you on this. If some other one comes up next. So again, you can keep submitting 650, 650. We're reading them all. We'll we'll catch them even later today. If you can DM us at Bickenazar at Randy Janda. People are coming up with some good ones to help the people in the community, whatever it is. Uh we're we're gonna take some under consideration here. And not force one today. Yeah, this is a, a very serious, serious discussion for us. It's a very important decision. Yeah. So I like it, and it adds a little drama as well, because uh, we're getting a lot more, a lot Kurt, more coming in. Kurt from Ladner. My bribe is that I'll give you guys a paperclip and three fifty each with a firm handshake. Kurt from Ladner. It sounds like a stand-up dude. He's doing the red paperclip, right? Trade the red paperclip for one thing, and eventually you buy a house in Saskatchewan or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to pass on that one, Kurt. Thank you, though. Thanks. There's no such thing as a bad idea, except that one. Uh, 650, 650, keep coming in with the submissions, uh, looking to help the people or the people show, uh, whatever you can do to get into the fantasy football league. We, we like, do we have to take away entries into turf trivia? Is there too many good submissions coming in for the bribe? We'll, we'll might have to yeah. call it Omaha, Omaha, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> uh, some other good ones as well. Uh, be warned. We, we have received your DM. I haven't had a chance to uh, check it all out, but from Coquitlam, we, yeah. we have seen yours. So we will get to that as well. Uh, but thank you. Yes. For that submission, but uh, I haven't had a chance to read it just yet. All right, so we had a good "Don't at me" submission there. The JT Miller one. 
Well, that one was good. But that one was a standalone good one. For sure. But the one that uh, Connor Bernard will spurn Arizona. Eric Look. Lindros style trade. Which? Okay, I, I actually looked at that trade because I wanted to get how many pieces were yeah. involved. Six players. Future considerations. I don't know what they amounted to. And then two first round picks. So essentially you're looking at six players. It was Steve Duchesne, Peter Forsberg, Ron Hextel, Kelly Huffman, or sorry, Kerry Huffman, Mike Ricci, Chris Simon, a first rounder in 93, and a first rounder and cash in 94. So you're looking at eight pieces. It's a lot. There's no way in hell that can happen in a cap world. No way in hell. Uh... Unless the pieces are like cut down and they're bigger pieces. Well, it wouldn't be eight pieces, right? Four. Four and uh, four I, I'd, I'd say I'd say five. At least five. Two of those got to be first round picks. 100%. And then three. I, I would say maybe even three need to be first round picks. Really? It's so. How many teams have A, the draft picks? It's, it's going to have to be somebody like that's in that, like an Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Right? An Anaheim. Because you'd have to give up your current one. Yes. And then the next two years for sure. And you'd have to give up probably a good young player to begin with. So, yeah, you're looking at, I would say, five pieces. And, and like, I think that's the bare minimum. I'm not even sure if that's even going to do it. But the bare minimum for me would probably be that. So, a highly touted young player, probably established player that is useful. And, you know, you're probably looking at a defenseman or a forward somewhere in the middle of the lineup. And then a bunch of draft picks. That's where it starts. So if you're the Canucks, is that like Bo Horvat, Vasily Podkolzin, and three first-round picks? Well, the thing is, it'd be a year from now. So do you have right. Bo locked up? Right. I mean, if you have him locked up, you could still trade him. Oh, well, no, I guess No, but I'm saying, like, that. if he's not locked up, like, we, we don't know that, right? Yeah. Okay. It would and also, be... like, is Bo signing in Arizona? I'm not convinced that's going to be Yeah, great. that's going to be a straight-up, hey, man, I'm not Jay Beagle yet. I'm not that age. <laughs> I'm going to go somewhere else and try to win. Yeah. Where... It would take something like a pods, though. I was going to say, it's probably put Colson. Yeah. Along with three first-round picks. And and then throw in a defenseman. It's probably more on top of that. Hey, Luke Shen, go back to Arizona. OEL. <laughs> OEL. Can you imagine that? On, like, it might be Jack Rathbone. Yes. Again, this is just the idea of, like, if if a scenario developed where it's obvious Conor Bedard does not want to go to Arizona, which I don't... Someone just... Texted Somebody texted that in. We like to use Don't At Me as sometimes yes. a, a conversation. If there's a Lindros type of deal. Yes, this is us, uh, us not reporting anything. No. There's been no indication anything like that would ever happen from Connor Bedard. But I'm just saying. If there are major pieces, I would say at the bare minimum, you probably have to go four, but probably five. Five is what you need. I feel like it would be five future upside pieces or six, maybe seven functional NHL pieces. Like if Brock Besser was involved, I feel like you need to add more. Mm. Yeah, that's a tough one. Because it's a- that range. It's like, okay, we're getting kind of a 25 goal scorer, but is that really like huge upside that we want for this bet? Because I think that would that, that's the thing that we talk about for years down the road. It's like, remember that trade? Brock Besser was traded for Conor Bedard. You'd want so much more of the surrounding pieces. That's true. Uh Okay, here's one from Marcus and Gibson's. I don't know if this is enough, honestly. Bedard for Hoaglander, Demko. I'm already out. Three firsts and Mikheyev. Yeah, like I don't think that's anywhere near enough. Hoaglander, with all due respect, it's not much right now. Yeah. I don't even see the value in trading him because you're not really adding anything 
did the deal. Demko, for sure. Three first. But if you're a rebuilding team... The, the problem with Demko is it's three years left on a contract. Yeah, and if you're a rebuilding team, Mikheyev doesn't make sense for somebody yeah. because they probably want to stink. It, it's it's only three service years for someone like Thatcher Demko. Because, like, what's the likelihood he stays there? Because when you trade the RFAs, I guess the Brock Besser thing, but that's why you're you're adding number of pieces there. But you're not getting a lot of service years out of that. With the RFAs and the young players, yeah. you're getting so many service years. Valid point. Uh, valid point. Uh, it's a good exercise. I just don't see it happening. Uh, this no, one, Tanbeer, I, I, don't, I don't think Tanbeer it ever comes to fruition. It never happens. It's just a, an idea of like, because Arizona, if they were the ones to get that pick, here's the benefit you have. They can take on a, a lot of salary. A lot of salary. So you can have some flexibility there. Tanbeer coming in with Lecker Mackey, Pod Colson, Rathbone, and two first round picks. Oh, I, I didn't even think of the, the current That's, draft class. Yeah. You might have to add Lecker Mackey into this conversation. Uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, Connor Bedard texting, and I won't go to any team but Vancouver. <laughs> Thanks for the uh, the text. Can we uh, can we keep a track of that number and just verify whether that's Do not hit the breaking news, Josh. I saw you looking <laughs> moving over towards it. Do not hit the breaking news. Uh, that's a good one, though. Oh, we actually do have some news in this hour. Oh, an interesting contract, not breaking for Vancouver. Hold it! But a lot of money was spent in the NHL. Fifty million dollars was spent in signing a player. His name is not JT Miller. Before you get excited, Tage Thompson, sixty-eight points last year, signs a seven-year deal worth fifty million, so just north of seven million per season. Twenty-four-year-old player. Makes more long-term than a Nazem Kadri. That's a big deal. High point in his career so far. Why are you guys smiling back there? I'm going to be so mad in a second. Uh-oh. What's, what's going on? Do not hit. Sportsnet 650. Breaking news. The worst. Just the worst. I tried to stop him. No, you both get the blame. All right. I'm trying to provide this news update. These guys are like wrestling behind the glass. <laughs> I just see like... Arms flailing. Just out of like my peripheral vision, I see like the... The, like the shoulders shaking of like people laughing. I was like, something's happening back there. Tage Thompson, 50 million. Not JT Miller. Mm-hmm. I blame the producers. By the way, the best way for us to get us to do something is to tell us not to yeah, do Yeah, that's it. fair. Like, don't hit it! And Dom jumps out of his seat. Don't book Wayne Gretzky for the show tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> but, man, this is a big money. Big money. It's a bet. Now there's it's a some... big bet on a young player that showed he has another level to his game. We're talking seven and change, though. There's also some Buffalo tax to this to retain guys. You don't say. Yeah. Like, again. Cap circumvention. They're throwing in all the all, all you can eat Buffalo wings. <laughs> the state of New York has uh, passed a bill that uh, there's no income tax. I, I'm not convinced Tate Thompson is worth $7.1 million. But, hey, to, to buy UFA years and keep this guy in the fold, you're Got to ante up, right? Same thing we talked about Edmonton. Well, right? Skinner like, was a, a classic example where, yeah. hey man, you got, what, $56 million? Yeah. And it was, nobody else was maybe going to pay that, but Buffalo... No, he got way more. Uh, you got eight, nine. It was, it was eight by nine. It was 72, right? 72, that's right. And nobody else was going to offer that. Buffalo's got to do those things. But still, if I'm an agent, I'm looking at that and saying, oh, 50 over seven. There we go, baby. Another Again, it, another name on the board. It's the thing we talk about. Like, make the players say no. Right? You If, if you want Tage Thompson, I get it. And if, if there's a lot of people skeptical that he's ever going to have a 38-point to 38-goal season again, 100%, I get it. But Buffalo needs to be in a stage where they need to start retaining talent. 
and you put a certain money in front of a guy, and maybe Buffalo's not the most desirable place, but make players say no to your best offer. And if it's 50 over 7, Tage Thompson jumps at it. How many times is he going to have a chance to, to cash in like that? Well, 24 years of age. And I, I'm not really looking at the Cadres or the JT Millers of the world here. Different age range. I'm looking at Elias Pettersson. Right. Elias Pettersson has hit 60 points three times in his career. He is going to turn 24 next year. And what happens? He's going to get paid pretty soon as well. So do you look at that number and say, all right, I've clearly done a lot more in my young career than this player. What's his number? The Buffalo tax benefits Tage Thompson, and it you know benefits Buffalo as well because they can the hang PA, on to the player. The NHLPA is smiling right now. Oh, yeah. And if you're Elias Pedersen, you're saying, all right, cool. Nice to know what I can make over well, a long it's term. Well, so, it's so much of the conversation we just had with Josh Norris, right? Like He signed his big deal, eight years, $63 million, and like he's had a 55-point season, 35 goals. But now, like, okay, this is the market here. Josh Norris signs for $63 million over eight years, and now Tage Thompson gets his big deal. He's still a year removed away, by the way. Yeah. But he signs for $50 million. That's, like, here's your wheelhouse of what these contracts cost now. Now, Josh Norris, to me, probably more willing to bet on him. Getting sure. younger, a little bit younger, but... Maybe better pedigree as well. And he's got a better supporting cast mm -hmm. thus far in Ottawa as well, which those numbers should stay pretty high. Now, one of the things, going back to the Canucks, is if you start looking at numbers down the road, and there's no direct correlation between these deals until they actually sign and we can compare. But yeah, if the number is going to be really high, which we expect it to be for Elias Pedersen on his next deal, kind of goes back to the JT Miller contract. You got to be very careful on how big that number is. Because total money... It's not my money. It's not your money. It's Francesco Aquilini's money. But the cap and how much you can give a percentage of the cap every single season to a player, Elias Pettersson's going to probably take a fair chunk of that when he signs his next deal. You have to be extremely careful on a JT Miller deal for that reason. And now there is the, we heard the other day, uh, last week, Bill Daly talking to 32 Thoughts, uh, Jeff and Elliot, the cap could be going up. Happens to be going up the same year Elias Pettersson is... Uh, a restricted free agent and can cash in big time. Uh, well, we'll continue to unpack that tomorrow. Obviously, news coming in late here on The People Show. But another great effort by the people here on The People Show. Big shouts to Dom and Josh as well. Uh, for Randy Bjanda, I'm Pick Nazar. Here on The People Show, we'll talk to you tomorrow on the home of the Canucks, Sportsnet 650.